This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking today with Chuck Williams, who's with WRBL-TV. Good afternoon, morning, whatever whatever time it is, Jack. <laughs> I, think, I think we're transitioning right now. It's, I think we're just going into afternoon. Yeah, I well, you know, the beauty is people listen to these things at all different times of the day. So I like to, you know, I, I like to be, hey, it's morning. It's five o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> or, or we're two hours from deadline somewhere. Right, right. Well, we, or in your case, probably 10 minutes from deadline somewhere, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, well, let's let's start with, uh, let's tell our, our viewers and listeners who you are, where you work. And what your role is at WRBL? Let's start with this. I am an on-air reporter. Um, I have been such almost four years to the day. Uh, I spent 35 years in the newspaper business. I did everything working in two states, Alabama and Georgia. Last 30 years worked at Columbus Ledger and Choir. I covered state government. I cover, I was a metro editor, a business editor. I mean, I did everything but the top editor's job at the paper and sports columnist, political columnist, all sorts of stuff. And, uh, about four years ago, I became concerned as I saw what was happening in the newspaper industry and started looking to see what my options were. I was a 58 year old journalist. Um, that's the way I viewed myself. And. David Hart, who was a general manager at WRBL, he's at WSAB down in Savannah, and I started a conversation, and it went dark for about two months, and he called me back. I said, are you serious? He said, I am serious. I later found out uh, through Bob Houghton, who's head of the Georgia Broadcasters Association, that David told him it was either going to be the best or the worst decision he ever made. (laughs) Uh, And I think David and I both feel like it was a pretty decent decision. Let me let me throw in there because I realize we didn't say where WRBL is, so we should we should we should say that. Beautiful Columbus, Georgia. Georgia's, there we go. Okay, Georgia's other coast, um, right here on the banks of the Chattahoochee River. Um, it's a uh, if you haven't been to Columbus, this is my Chamber of Commerce spill. We have the lar- we have the world's largest urban whitewater course. We have a Class Five rapid in the middle of downtown Columbus. If you're looking for something to do when the water warms up in spring, you ought to come down here, get in a raft, and you can get in a raft and you can be at a brew pub within five minutes of getting off the water. We've got a beautiful. You know, I I did that I did that with with my scouts a couple of years ago. It was a, it was a fun ride. We we did the. Uh, did the rafting and then got off and found some some good pizza right there on the along the river there. Well, it's a it's a it, it it's a hidden gem, and we have a theater district here. It's a hidden gem. I'll I'll quit my chamber stuff now. <laughs> well, I know you guys have a lot of bike paths down there too, so I've been meaning to kind of get yeah. down there and and do some biking down there too. Yeah, I'll, buy, I'll buy you lunch if you come down here. That's a deal. I'll, I'll always go for free food. All right, so talk to us about what your role is at the station. I'm a reporter. Um, I produce daily stories. I produce those stories uh, on deadline much of the time. Re- recently, one of my wheelhouses is, is politics, and obviously being a political reporter in the state of Georgia, this is a pretty good time to do that. I have been covering uh, the Senate races. We had a mayor's race here in Columbus 
for the incumbent one this year. So I've been doing a lot of that. I have established relationships with with um, communications folks from all different stripes, from the governor's office to Senator Warnock, Senator Ossoff, uh, just you know, Republicans and Democrats. I have been able to to cover them when they venture into West Georgia or South Georgia. In some cases, uh, we'll trap. We will actually travel to cover some of the candidates, particularly in this this race. I mean, it's important. Our viewers, like all viewers in the state, see the 30-second ads. They're all over all of our newscasts. Myself and the people that I work for think it's important that we talk to the candidates, talk to the voters, and do more with politics than just what's airing on uh, on there, you know, in commercial form. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's so much nuance to it, and I know it's hard to kind of touch on every everything that's thrown out in some of those campaign ads, right? And you and I were talking at some of the Atlanta Press Club debates recently about some uh, how much how much is out there to to talk about with with all the candidates, and and you know now we're down to just just one race on December sixth, right? Yeah. So, and we're down to one to run off on the sixth. And, you know, one of the things that I'm fortunate about, I've been covering politics for a long time. I've been interested in it most of my life. So I can get beyond what they want to tell me. I can ask questions. I can go to, I can get a little bit more of the story. And that's what I pride myself on. I think that's one of the things WRBL has made an effort to use my skill set. Now, are you- I think you said earlier, you mentioned to me that I think you have a podcast also. Is that correct? I do. It's the Chuck Williams Show, and we have been able to get um, – we had uh, Senator Perdue and Governor Kemp. We had Leader Abrams. We've had Secretary Raffensperger. Um, we have had Bill Nygut. We've had – Bill Nygut? Yeah. Bill Nygut? Bill Nygut. Wow, Bill Nygut. That was fun. I know him. <laughs> but, you know, but – People who have a different perspective, yeah. of it. Um, and you know, and I try to get candidates. I offer them the opportunity to come on the podcast and talk. I mean, uh, Bell Isle, Mr. Bell Isle, Senator is a Senator of Bell Bell Isle who ran for Secretary of State and lost in the primary. He came in. Gary Black came in and and did the the podcast. Uh, one of my favorite ones was uh, Tyler Harper, who's going to be our new agricultural commissioner, state senator from down south Georgia, seventh generation farmer. I would, it was a chance to talk to him and get more information about this guy in a race that very few people know about, but it matters. I mean, he's over, I mean, his name's on every gas pump. We'll be on every <laughs> right, gas pump right. in the state. I mean, you know, I mean, agriculture is the top industry in our state. So, you know, what I try to do is bring the people who choose to digest our information, whether it be online, on the podcast form, or on the air, however they choose to get information, I try to give them as good and as thorough information as I can. So is that an audio podcast or, or video podcast? Yes, it's both. Um, okay. It's available on WRBL.com. It's the Chuck Williams Show, but you can also get it on Spotify, Apple and iHeart. So you can get it both ways. You know, we're 
increasing numbers. I mean, I have some, it's not all politics either. I mean, I did an interview with Les Snead, who's the general manager of the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Les and I are from the same hometown. Um, uh, I interviewed uh, Bill and Connie Neville, and Bill Neville, people name doesn't mean anything. He was essentially the guy that invented EMPS, which is the operating system that just about every TV station and network in the country and in English speaking use. Bill Neville is from my hometown. We graduated a year apart, but he just donated a lot of money to Auburn University and they were just renamed Auburn Arena, Neville Arena. And, you know, but he made his money, you know, in software design and working with the Associated Press. So, you know, some of his money. Oh, he also founded a broadband company in the U.S. Virgin Islands. That didn't hurt. So are there other, uh, you know, if you had to pick an issue, either politics or kind of just general news, it really is top of mind for people in Columbus. Is there something that is really a focus for, for you and for your, your viewers lately? A couple of things. I mean, like everybody in the state of Georgia, we're concerned about crime. Uh, it, the murder rate seems to be going down, but ag assaults are still at a pretty high level here. Um, crime is more nuanced than sometimes we tend to make it on the news. It, you know, and some people call it the bleed. If it bleeds, it bleeds. Right. Um, judgment philosophy. I think crime is way more nuanced than I think. You need to talk to victims' families. You need to talk to prosecutors. You need to talk to defense attorneys. You need to talk to some of the people, to victims, to people that have been involved in this. And we try to do some of that. We, you know, but, you know, in the course of producing daily content, you know, it's not always easy to try to get deeper than just so and so shot so and so. So coming from a newspaper background, what do you, what do you, what did you bring from, from newspapers to TV that you think you feel like makes you a little bit unique and different? It wasn't my good looks. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, Jim Galloway, and probably one of the most respected former journalists in the state, Jim called me up the day I started here, and he said, I just want to give you a little bit of advice, and Jim's a friend of mine, and Jim goes, Whenever you see an old fat guy on TV, he's not there because of his looks. You need to remember why you're there. You know things. <laughs> right, and, uh, right. and I was like, thank you. I appreciate that. But I think I have sources. I have a very good phone with that has a lot of phone numbers in it. I have access to people. There are folks that will talk to me that may not talk to other reporters. There are people that will give me interviews. There are people that will sit down and explain things to me that may not do it to other reporters because they've been dealing with me for years. And one thing I pride myself on is I don't always get it right, but if I get it wrong, I'm going to get it right very quickly. Sure. Once it's brought to my attention and the sources and the people I deal with know that, and, you know, and I tried, you know, I'm in a very unique position as an older reporter. We also have a reporter on the East Alabama side, Elizabeth White. She is outstanding. Between the two of us, we have over 50 years of reporting in this market. There aren't many TV stations in the mid side, in the smaller markets that have that 
luxury, and it is a luxury for our producers and news directors. Yeah. But because most reporters are in here, signed two-year contracts, some maybe three, and they're gone. And, you know, we've had a really talented crop here at our station over the last two years. And I get to work with them on the journalism side, on the sourcing side. Um, and that's a tremendous, tremendous uh, honor I have right now. But what I didn't see coming over and it's been very helpful is, you know, I didn't even post my own stories to the web at the Ledger Bar. Somebody else did the technical side of everything. Now, I've laid out newspapers and I've done all that through my career, but I shoot my own stories. I edit my own stories on, on Adobe Premiere. I track my own stuff, um, and it was a tough go the first two years, 18 months, two years. I was so out of my element. I was so uncomfortable. And these same young people that I'm trying to instill journalistic ethics, journalistic values, and how to deal with sources and stuff, I realized they could teach me. They could teach me the technical side. They could teach me the computer side. And it really has been this swap. Um, I didn't see that coming. I did not see it coming. And, you know, and that's great. Sometimes, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, and that's an incredible resource for the station to have you to give them, you know, the benefit of your expertise otherwise you've got young reporters with no experience in the market trying to talk about the market and, and you can say okay you know here's a here's a politician you know we talked to him 10 years ago 20 years ago Here, here's the history behind it so I, I would say i would think it adds a lot more context to their stories having you be able to say okay ask this question Look at this research. Look at this old story. Reach out to this person instead of that person. Sometimes right, that helps. Right. We are fortunate. We have two senior anchors here: Teresa Whitaker and Phil Scoggins. They both they have been on the anchor together desk together for nearly twenty five years. They, I mean, it's it's amazing, and they're kind of the they have grown in this role of the mom and dad of these young reporters. And we got Bob Jeswall, seasoned veteran meteorologist who's been in this market a long time. And so Phil and Teresa have the mom and dad part of this relationship with younger reporters covered, and they do it so well. And I tell them, I'm the crazy uncle. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, sometimes you're the the wise old uncle. No, sometimes I'm (laughs) a little bit crazy too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm crazy too. And you know, as you're working with young folks, you know, sometimes you, you, know, to me, the thing, if they don't see anything else, I want them to see that getting it right matters, getting it in context matters. And it matters more than getting it first. It matters more than anything. Yeah, that's great. That's what I try to instill. All right. So, what is something kind of the fun part of this conversation, right? Not the other part wasn't fun too, but the uh, what's something fun or cool about you that folks might not know? And I'd, I'd always tell folks this could be a hobby or a talent or things you collect, you know, something kind of fun and funky about Chuck that people might not know about. 
My, I'm very fortunate. Uh, I've got a great family. My wife and I married 19 years ago and we merged two families and family is very important to both of us. We have grandkids coming along. So that's part of it. But my fun thing, thing I like to do the most is the Peloton. I've got a Peloton and I, the, it's my stress release. I mean, I've heard a knee a week or so ago. So I've been off of it for a week and I need that. I need that endorphin rush. So I'm yeah. trying. I don't want to push it back, but I like, I have found that particularly I'm 62 years old, the older you get doing this, if you don't care, take care of yourself, you will, this, this is a very difficult job. There's pressure and there's stuff, there's stuff to it. But you know, one thing I didn't know on the newspaper side that I know here is I can tell when I'm getting out of shape. My breathing breathing patterns show up in the audience in the audio tracks. It's like all, it's all of a sudden if I hear myself breathe, it's yeah. okay. You better get back on the belt on. All right. Let's do the lightning round here. So you got, you got a choice either last, you don't have to give a whole lot of detail, just last book you've read or the last podcast you listened to. And it can't be your own podcast. Uh, integrity matters. I believe that the, I read uh, secretary Raffensperger's book. That's the okay. last book that I've read. Uh, really interesting. Very, very interesting. Also, the right. uh, last podcast I listened to was probably the Bob Jeswald Show. Bob is our meteorologist, and he does health-related podcasts. It's here on WRBL. He, he, really good good content for our for our viewers. All right. Favorite local restaurant? Uh, Animal Farm. All right. What kind of food is that? Uh, it's uh, – it's, it's – um, they got the best burger in town, American Fusion. But, you know, ironically, I've been covering them a lot lately. lately. One of their co-owners got arrested for on board voyagerism charges. They had cameras and hidden cameras in the bathroom. Oh, no. I still continue <laughs> to go to the other co-owners doing food. Some- st- food's still good, but, uh, well, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, but they, they've done Sunday conversations. They've done yeah. interviews with one, the one surviving owners doing interviews with me. And it's, it's, you know, it, you know, it's funny how if you live a life, your life you live merges with the stories you do many, many times. All right. Uh, favorite, uh, guilty pleasure. barbecue <laughs> all right that's good um it, what is there a local getaway what's your favorite local getaway you know for me it's our house we've just built a new house and okay. um and it's the third one we built and it really it's got all the it's got everything i want very good all right favorite non-work hobby i think we talked about peloton the, uh, anything uh, I would say social media, but my wife does <laughs> work, and, and Kathy, Kathy would not call that a non-work hobby. I'm sure. So. All right. Okay. Uh, is there anything else we that you about you were the station that we haven't talked about that you want to mention? Give give someone someone else some love. I, anything uh, that folks who are not familiar with uh, RBL or Columbus should know. WRBL is a CBS affiliate down here. We are owned by Nextstar, which owns. Uh, WJBF, three Georgia stations, WJBF over in Augusta and WSAV in Savannah. Um, we, I heard a very good compliment recently 
about our station and um and i think it's something i take to heart um says you feel you watch y'all you feel like your people in the community covering the community and you know that's what we are journalists at the end of the day we're parts of the community we cover if we're not intricately involved in them through our activities in community related stuff we're probably not covering the community in the way that we should that's good. That's good. We've been talking with Chuck Williams, the reporter with WRBL Television in Columbus, Georgia. Chuck, thank you so much for taking some time to, to chat with our viewers and listeners today. Well, thanks, Mitch. I appreciate the opportunity, and I uh, look forward to watching a link of this. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so uh, if you're if you're watching uh, on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, I, I'm like one percent away from getting to actually making money. No, actually, I'm I'm 99 percent away from getting to where I can actually make money on YouTube. So I'm nowhere close. Uh, <laughs> I looked hey. at the numbers. Like you got to do all these things. Like I'm nowhere close. But you know, subscribe hey, anyway. There's a, there's a guy here in Columbus that just bought a million dollar house downtown, and his job is he is a YouTube guy who dives and scavenger hunts in the Chattahoochee River, and he is making a fortune. There you go. So that's, that's, I, I need, I need some, I need more subscribers. Anyway, so subscribe. If you are looking for our database of Atlanta media, go to leftsatlantamedia.com. If you're a journalist looking for sources, go to mitchesmediamatch.com. And, uh, we will see everyone next week on another, hopefully another edition of our, uh, four questions journalist spotlight.